All right, folks, welcome to another episode of the Curious Cats podcast with me, your host, Ricky Spears and Chris Walton. Today's guest is Nico Shipshack. Nick is a retired UFC athlete who now owns his own CBD company selling CBD products. CBD is an extract of the cannabis plant. Got all sorts of health benefits attached to it, but I'll let Nick tell you more about them. I first learned about Nick when he entered the Ultimate Fighter House, which is a reality TV show about fighters that all fight and compete for a contract to be in the UFC. That was uh, quite a few years ago. It was a UK versus USA. Go back and check it out. It's quite a good series. Quite an intense process, I'd imagine. You eat, sleep and breathe fighting. You're staying in the same house as the people you're fighting, all competing for this one contract in the UFC. Um, Nick was a runner-up on that show, but I believe he also, because they uh, were impressed with him so much, he managed to get himself a UFC contract. But he's later gone on to retire, and he's now on to other things, which you can hear more about in this podcast. So thanks to Nick for coming on, and please enjoy Nico Shipshack. Are we, are we live? Are we rocking? Yeah, we're rolling, yeah. Do you, um, do you drink? Yeah, I drink. Uh, <laughs> well, I've got to get myself in the mindset today because yeah. of what's happening. But um, no, I drink um, occasionally yeah. and uh, I like to save it for the special occasions. Yeah. But I used to drink a lot when I was younger. Yeah. And these are the people I'm meeting up with today, you see. Oh, so it, right. That's the, uh, what, schoolmates? Yeah. yeah. So you went to St. Olaf's? Didn't yep. You? In Norbington. Yeah, which not is not far, far from oh, there. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's a boozy time of year. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Yeah, I feel a bit. And then I got my birthday on the thirtieth. Right. Then you got New Year's Eve thirty first. Yeah. So it's having a birthday that time of year. Yours is on the right side of New Year. Mine's on the third of Jan. Uh huh. Yeah. Which is dog shit because like I mean it was officially voted the worst day to have a birthday. (laughs) Really? Well, you got a lot of competition normally going on. Yeah. No. Well, no one wants to go out third of like everyone's just back to work. Everyone's skin. Um. Like just ropey, everyone's overindulged. Yeah. And then I ring everyone up. <laughs> Come on, let's go out. Let's do bits. <laughs> it's funny, every year, for the last however many years, I do the same thing on my birthday. It's always play five side football or seven side football with my school friends and yeah. then we go for curry and that's it. Mm. So, so you get Perfect a bit of, day though. Yeah, exactly. And then you're not, you're still fresh for the next day, which yeah. is easy. Yeah, nice. I don't know if I'd be fresh after. 10 points in the curry. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> so do you, will you still drink all the way through? So you'll have a few tonight, obviously, with your Christmas do. No, no, no. no when I say rarely, it's like, you know, I'll probably have two drinks over the whole Christmas period kind of thing. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, two right. as in two drinking sessions. Right, yeah. Yeah, cool. two single drinks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this isn't all just about booze, by the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's how we start. Oh, no, that's not, the, not today's episode. Yeah. Um, I think I probably wanted to start with your time probably at the, in the ultimate fighter house really just find out a bit more yeah. how that come about how long you've been fighting until how you ended up in there and what it was what the experience like in there was really i think well it's funny because last night i was listening to bisbing was just on joe rogan so That's he right. was yeah, talking yeah, about uh, the ultimate fighter he was on number three but then he was the coach on number nine which i was on so yeah. he brought back a few memories and he was just saying how you know how great an experience and opportunity it was and how much he enjoyed it and you know I, w- I was the same I enjoyed it and uh, it's a great time in my life to have that opportunity if I did it now now that I'm married with kids it'd be very different but at that age I was uh, 23 and uh, could really embrace it right did you have a missus at the time no you didn't. I actually met her um, two nights after coming out of the house in really? Vegas we, and she's from England we crossed paths for just a few minutes 
and now we're married so it's crazy that's another link for, to the show mad yeah so that's um so the final was in vegas right yep that you, was um you made it through to the final so i got a fight against frank lester on the finals for the third place playoff yeah and i managed to win that one and uh by that time, you know, I'd been to Vegas a few times, spent a lot of time out there for the show, so the novelty had worn off kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. I started, uh, yeah, I mean, once you've been there a couple of times or even once you've kind of got an idea what it's all about, so it loses appeal a little bit in that way. But I still, still cool. my friends got to come out for that one because they cool. weren't obviously able to see the ones on the show. Yeah. You know, I left a bit of my soul in Vegas. <laughs> Probably a very different trip, though. <laughs> yeah, the hangover. The desert. <laughs> yeah. It's a weird place, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's a weird, weird joint. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, once you've been there, you don't really crave to go back unless no. you're in the party mode, but... Yeah, it's all stag dudes now. Mm. It's the only, that's the only chance of getting me back there. Yeah, and crazy Americans out over for the weekend. Um, how, how did it come about? So, well, they had an audition. It was the first series they were going to do, UK versus USA. I remember it, yeah, yeah. So, it just so happened. Now, at that stage, I was thinking about leaving uh, MMA because I kind of felt that I'd achieved what I'd set out to achieve and um, you already had a few professional fights well I had three professional fights at that point I'd won them all and I'd won them all without getting hit so I kind of had proved to myself that I could enter that arena and defend myself um, that was my main thing is that why you got into it yeah it was it was to yeah. test myself and challenge myself and see how I would react perform handle myself in in that pressured situation yeah and then I'd kind of done that and I was like, oh, okay, there's nothing really motivating me anymore. Let's see what else there is. But then the um, opportunity came up for the, I heard about the auditions and I was like, this is too much of a coincidence. It was in my hometown, at my weight division and the first time they were doing UK for, uh, country v country in yeah, yeah. my country. So I was like, well, I've got to do this otherwise I might regret it. And then, uh, and then I got in. Who was the opposing coach? Dan Henderson. Dan Henderson, oh, of course, because that was the infamous knockout wasn't it mm. yeah the thing was talking about that as well he was saying you know i didn't hear that part yeah he said because he lost the first fight quite spectacularly and he said his brain was scrambled for quite a while after that right. so he had all those mental demons to overcome the next time they fought and he was indeed knocked down a few times but he went on to win it but well listening to that you realize the price a lot of well most of these fighters pay with their bodies and yeah. their health yeah, at the end of their career right yeah He's had such a long career. And he's, yeah, he's a and he's, uh, he says he needs to sort his body out and stuff, but he's um, postponing taking enough time from his daily schedule to prioritise that. Right. But yeah, it's something that you have to do, and the sooner the better. Yeah. yeah. Did he go on to say then that he didn't feel right? Because he got rocked a few times after that, didn't he? Yeah, but it wasn't his body as well, like his eyes, his neck, his knees, everything's in a bad way. Yeah. So he's got to get it sorted out. Yeah. Yeah, his list of injuries is long. Yeah, and it's going to be that for most fighters, for sure, yeah, especially if yeah. they're fighting until they're like 35 and even later. One thing I never considered was when, when, you, see a, when you see a fighter tap early, and as a, as a spectator, you're like, why would you tap? Like, why, you know, you would, you would either go to bed or, or like you would at least try and fight your way out of it. But I didn't realise that there, there is, um, if, you do, if you do get put to sleep, you have a medical suspension, right? For a set number of months, or you can't, you can't fight again for oh, really? a set period. I is didn't that right? know that. I didn't know oh, that. Right. But um, hopefully they've got that as a rule. Yeah, I, th I, think, that is, I think that is now. I, I may be wrong. Someone might be able to tell me I'm wrong there. But I know that a lot of the fighters, certainly if they're not, you're not like top three, yeah. you, you're fighting 
to feed your family a lot of the time, right? And it's not yeah. it's not like there's millions and millions to be had from every fight for every fighter. Yeah. So they're obviously being quite mindful of that. Yeah. Um, because you you know you break a thumb, you're out. You yeah. Can't even train, right? Or you, well, you know. the other thing is a lot of I'd say again most of the fighters are competing with injuries as well. Yeah. It's it's so unheard of to go in there fresh, you know. Yeah. Feeling like yeah. every bit of your body is how you want it to be. Normally you're carrying a bad knee, a bad rib, or something like that. And yeah. And you just hide it and you grin and bear it and yeah, form strategy around it. A lot of people don't realise, uh, spectators, that fighters who often, or most, probably most of the time, going in with some sort of niggling injury yeah. somewhere, right? Yeah, yeah. But they've just did, was it the same same for you? Did you? I was touch wood. I was incredibly <laughs> lucky and rare that I got very little injuries in my career, and also my style played towards that because again I was defence orientated. So the only um, you I went well to work. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I had one fight where I had my rib popped two months before the fight, and then I couldn't. Um, it kept repopping, and I couldn't do any grappling. So yeah. that was just one fight. That was near the end of the career. And other than that, I, I know I didn't have any. Actually, and then I cut my foot once, just you know, a week before the fight. But the, um, that's it really in, in all my fights. So I was quite rare in that sense. So you managed to come out of it relatively unscathed as well yeah but even still i and even though for years i've been trying to repair and heal my body i can still notice so many old injuries really? but they're, they're not like big things which affect you every day but if you really pay attention to them and notice it you know we've all got it in our bodies it's, it's yeah. um, unavoidable in a way and you can um every every um your body has got a history of your life and you every injury tells story and you know that, that it's carried in your body and it takes a long time to completely if you if possible completely get rid of it smooth it out yeah yeah which i think is probably quite a good segue into um the company you've now started after your did, did you have a brief time in bellator after ufc no or any other no i had one fight for a show called macto no, no, no. which came and went it was uh, a one just a one, one hit wonder right okay yeah. um that was one fight that was five years after my last ufc fight Okay, and three really? years ago from today roughly so between the UFC and that fight what was you doing I was training um, I was healing my body yeah training Tai Chi and yoga and Did um, you made an active decision to stop fighting yeah I hadn't I lost interest in fighting right and it was only after about three and a half four years then I wanted to see what I could do now that I had done some different training so that's yeah. that and then I did that and then I thought right don't really have any interest now yeah but you never know what you know you don't know how you're going to think down the line yeah absolutely yeah how funny at what point did you um start race spirit well before the cbd and hemp stuff i had a thing called race spirit right but it was for the tai chi teaching mindful movements kind of program i run which is incorporates different stuff and sacred geometry which is my artwork so i kind of had that name down and then when the cbd came into the mix it made sense to just bring it all under one banner one roof and it became more of a like a lifestyle brand rather yeah. than just bits put together right and how did you get into cbd well i um first and foremost i knew about plant medicine plant benefits plant power and then i knew when as soon as i heard cbd was a thing as in you can sell cannabis legally yeah. I was like, wow, this is, this is a game changer. <laughs> no, 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 there was no, there was no, this could take off about it. I was like, right, 
this is going to blow up. Because so, you already know the, the positive yeah, benefits of it. Yeah, and I also knew how many people were using cannabis yeah. illegally for various things and how much of an effect, positive effect it was having on so many things, yeah. different situations. Nick, so I knew it was going to be... Sorry, for, pe for people who aren't aware of what CBD is, could you just like, explain like, the difference between smoking a joint and... Yes, yeah, so basically CBD yeah. doesn't get you high, it's non-psychoactive. Yeah. So you've got the health benefits, which can be summarised as restoring homeostasis, which means balance. Um, so you get all those health benefits, you don't get the high, and it doesn't have to be smoked, it can be ingested and used topically. Yeah, So no that, there was rule changes and it became, they understood that it had the health benefits around the high, so we can't make it illegal, so it became illegal. And then um, ever since then, everyone's just buying it and people are putting out more products and it's, it's still early stages. Yeah, it feels that way. I was, I was in um, LA and Vegas recently and I mean, out there it's everywhere. I mean, LA yeah. is everywhere. Yeah, America, um, Canada, yeah. they all love it. Um, how long ago did you jump on that wagon? I can tell you it was October 2017. Yeah, so just over a year ago. Yeah. So is it how is it extract, is extracted from from the plant in its natural state? Is it or is it? Yeah, I mean, there's the you can, there's people it. doing all sorts of different stuff. Anything you can imagine. The extraction doing process. It. Yeah. Right. Um, so, my main product I'm known for is CBD coconut oil. Yeah. Because CBD is fat soluble, you infuse it in the coconut oil, you right. get better bioavailability. So we use the whole flower, which is the best part, and we infuse it in coconut oil. So it's the full spectrum benefits. Whereas some people isolate and extract. Right. And then you start make mixing things and whatever, but I like to keep it in its purest, most natural form. Right, okay, yeah. And that's, in, and you say you say that again about the fat soluble? So CBD's fat soluble, it means for your body to absorb it, yeah. it needs to be taken alongside fat. It needs to bind to the fatty acids and then your body can process it better. You get right. more of it. Yeah. So um, that's why coconut oil is a perfect carrier for it because co coconut oil is high in healthy fats yeah. and it's good for your health generally anyway. Yeah. And what um, benefits have you felt from, from taking it yourself? Um, it's for me, the overriding sensation is a healing one yeah. and it puts you in a state where you're more conducive to healing and um, whether it's aches and joints, calming the mind, putting more in your body, um, it's helping you sleep, then they're the main chunks, but then off the back of that you have loads of other um, secondary benefits because of the first stuff going on yeah yeah and do you how do you take the coconut oil because i was because i'm i've tried the the pure oil and i've now got your raised spirit coconut oil which i'm currently rubbing into the skin yes yeah. because i'm not too keen on the taste of it yeah i'm just interested if, to if, know if, if it's the it. taste you don't like try it with chocolate okay and we're actually bringing out a chocolate fa flavored one early next year yeah but yeah, you can put it in your tea and coffee, eat it raw, or as you say, use it topically. Yeah, how do you take it? It depends why I'm taking it. If I've got a, if I've got something going on with my skin or an injury, a local injury, then I'll take it, ingest it as well as putting it on the skin. Okay. If yeah. I want it just for sleep, I might rub it in the soles of my feet yeah. before bed. But normally I just put a teaspoon in my coffee and uh, just take it like that. Do you blend it? Blend the coffee no, as well? No. Just straight in, stir it? Yeah. Can you? Do you feel you can taste? You can taste it, I presume. I, don't, I like the taste. So. Right, okay, yeah, cool. Nice. Um, side effects? Yeah. Are there any? The only known side effect is if you, you can feel lethargic. Yeah. So that means you've taken too much. 
Right, okay. So each individual has a different sweet spot. You have to take work out by experimentation, the right dose and the right timing of the day for yourself to get the benefits you want. Sometimes you want to be energized, sometimes you want to relax. Yeah. So you just got to play around with it. Yeah, I assume you'd have to do a lot to get any real sort of negative side effects. No, well, the, the World Health Organization have gone on record saying they've shown it's got no negative side effects. Oh, okay. So right. the only thing that's been reported and experienced is you feel sleepy, if you yeah. and that just means you've taken too much. Yeah, yeah. gotcha. Um, do you smoke cannabis? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like the legit cannabis, like with THC, yeah. obviously, yeah. Did you always in your fight career as well? Um, not always, more towards the end. And um, that's what I actually moved off away from the alcohol onto cannabis because I thought it was a healthier way to relax, unwind, and I also felt the physical health benefits. Yeah. Did you, um, as we did, abuse it when you was a young teenager? Um, I mean, yes and no. You know, I think you ha you have to go through a stage of abusing anything to work out where the mean is. Yeah. So, but you know, it, I wasn't one of I wouldn't I'm, I was never someone who would classify themselves as a stoner because yeah. like I was always a very motivated and productive person and yeah. always creating and seeking new information. So it never slowed me down in that sense. Whereas that hasn't, that is the negative side effect a lot of people do find, yeah. especially if they start smoking young or whatever, it can kind of make them a bit insulated and uh, just want to play video games in their room all day and eat pizza. Yeah, yeah. I, I had, I did, it didn't agree with me. I mean, when we were younger, obviously, probably overdid it maybe yeah. but I, well, I didn't start till later as well right. so that makes a difference yeah I suffered with some like mental issues with it I, I think I started overthinking things getting a bit anxious and that's why I, I stopped. stopped enjoying it yeah yeah and, and that's and normally I, because the, the the strains have been genetically bred to have abnormally high levels of THC yeah. which simultaneously lowers CBD levels so it's gone yeah, out of whack really it's out of balance right. that's why CBD is good at bringing those ratios if you take supplement with cbd it's great at balancing out those ratios yeah. and it's also shown to have um neurogenetic and neuropromoting um properties which can fix abuse of strains which are abnormally high in thc over the years right i didn't know that neuroplasticity yeah yeah i don't know the exact lingo but it's saying that yeah. the neurons can heal themselves yeah. and repair yeah, yeah. themselves yeah it's a relatively new science. Mm, yeah. um, until recently, it was thought that once you had a, once you stopped growing, that your your brain capacity stops alongside it. But yeah, we now know otherwise. Yeah, because it can be used uh, for depression and mental health as yeah. well. Benefits for that as well. Yeah, right? yeah. The benefits for like mainstream are coming massive now, aren't they? I think even that's can it. Cancer patients, right? Are that's it. Trying it. Do you think they will legalize cannabis here? Um, it's not something I think about too much and I'm um, normally like kind of don't really have an opinion on those things no. but if I had to guess I would say I wouldn't be surprised if they did at mm. some point but then yeah I don't really know I just don't know I can see it quite in this country I don't think we're quite liberal enough just yet to well, this is why I don't have an opinion really because I don't know enough about yeah. the yeah. scene. I don't follow the news. It's been like a decade and I'm out of the loop on how other people think in a way. Right. <laughs> I just do my thing. Yeah. So, got no idea. Yeah. With your, um, you sound very like mindful in general and, and you're doing the um, 
CBD bits and your mindful movement patterns and your art and so on. Do you follow like a set routine intradaily? So do you have like a morning routine, for example, or is there, well, is there things that you I try do every to. day to try and stay? I try to, but A, that's always changing, and B, sometimes it doesn't get done. Right. But I've kind of removed the pressure on myself a little bit, and I'm saying more like, as long as the majority of my days I'm doing something, then surely that will weigh things in the direction I want it to go. Right. But then again, it's different for everyone because, right, let me take um, Tai Chi as an example. There's a lot of um, advice and classics, sayings and theories and all that. And the one I like is that the most important thing about it, the secret of it, the essence of getting good at it, is to practice every day. Yeah. And sometimes I think that that is aimed to aimed as the single most bit of important advice for the average person or the most people to get the benefits from it. Yeah. Because most people struggle to commit to something, take That's on something right, new, yeah. Yeah. and make it into a habit. So once you've kind of got it as a habit, then the rules change a little bit. So I think that piece of advice is designed to get people going first through those first 30 days. Some yeah. people say that's you know rough number, form a new habit. But then once you're going, so let's say most people with drink, right? They can't have a few occasionally, or they can't just have two drinks. Yeah, you're looking at, you're looking at one of those. <laughs> you know, so yeah. things like that, right? Yeah. There's these critical points where you yeah. flip over to the other side. Yeah, so it's 2.7 pints. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's when Gary so comes out. Yeah. I, uh, because I'm, I seem to be motivated in a different way for most people, that I'm able to find what works for me and do it at a tempo which I can stick to and know I'm still in the safe zone of not dropping it, yeah. but someone else might have dropped Isn't it. Isn't that really typical of someone who has practiced martial arts? Yeah. You think yeah. It's kind of a discipline. Well, yeah, it's discipline. Yeah. Um, which is why I think that children should be encouraged to participate in it from a much younger age. Yeah. Um, to learn, to get the discipline effects, definitely. Yeah, because... Otherwise, it, I think meditation is the best way to teach that to want. children. Yeah, and it it could be it can be sitting meditation, standing meditation, breathing. Talk to me but about meditation. Do you do you meditate daily? Um, again, I would say it's most days. Yeah, so as a what, formal what practice. Would you, what, what would you do? Um, like just mindfulness meditation, or so I do a mixture of sitting meditation. Yeah, which might be um, more focused about breathing some days, or maybe I just do really breathing practice. Most days I do my Tai Chi form. Yeah. So they're all forms of uh, meditation. And I was went through a phase of two or three years of painting a lot every day, but sacred geometry, and that was a form of meditation. So most days, but again, I've tried to remove that pressure of myself of thinking right, I've yeah, got to do it every do it, day. Yeah. So as long as I'm moving in the right direction I'm happy with, then I can re you know, remove that pressure. But and then again, you also when something becomes a habit, and you've done it for so many years, you it, it spreads out into your everyday life, and yeah. you no longer sometimes see it as you're doing it, but you're just doing it. Yeah, you know, it's in the background. Yeah, it's a good point. When you do something long enough, that it becomes a habit. The rules do change, and I think it's spoke about with exercise. Although we might not be able to fit in our exercise every single day, you know, it's part of your life now, so you're going to get it done at some point. So you don't have have to stress too much. Yeah. It's not like a new person starting from scratch 
stressing because they missed a workout because they haven't quite formed a habit yet. Yeah, and as we age, the ratio of how often we need to train versus how often we need to rest changes as well. Yeah. And we're all predisposed, especially if we've got a martial arts background, to overtraining, especially if we competed or any sport. Yeah, yeah. fighters especially. So, yeah. you know, a lot of the time, the best training we can be doing is training on our downtime and our rest. Yeah. And understanding that balance more. So it, it just always, everything's always changing. Yeah. Does, um, I, sp I suppose, like you said, Tai Chi is kind of a form of meditation itself. So you won't have like extra meditation within in Tai Chi practice. Yeah, so you do. And um, everything, the goal is just to get better. So whatever you can draw on to make that happen, you draw on. Right. So let's say we were talking about introducing meditation to kids as a way of helping them become more disciplined but it's also going to help them focus it's going to also help them relax so you can use your meditation in various ways to help you achieve your bigger goal which in Tai Chi might be something else at that point yeah do you get are your kids into it well they're a bit young for it I don't know yeah they are that. actually and um, you know I've always been doing it around them I've, yeah. I've been doing it with them on me when they're babies I still train with them most days so you know it's just how they've grown up yeah and um shen is my eldest one he's five he's you know we were in portugal this summer and he spent about an hour in the sand with a stick drawing a mandala which is a big sacred geometry bit of art really? and it's quite a complex patterns and he was i was able to do draw, show him a pattern once and he was able to replicate it yeah you know and i was like well okay this is clearly abnormal behavior for a five-year-old <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, I'm sure it's all linked into grounding yeah him being able to like go inside of himself and yeah lose track of time in a way as well nice yeah and that that's something you've seen you do the artwork i'd imagine as yeah. well right? yeah absolutely in fact when i i first took up a paintbrush to create something a series if you will he, it was a way of me coming up with an idea where I could be in the same room and around him when he was newborn for as long as possible. Yeah. So it was, you know, being with him, but also still creating and having something to do. Yeah, yeah. With the, um, with the business, you started 2017, sorry, did you say? Yeah, the CBD, end of 2017. Do you feel like, I mean, the stresses of starting a new business, did you have any experience prior to that in business? That was such a stressful seven months, or maybe more, eight months, nine months, ten months. Blimey. First, first ten months. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the worst was when I was working out of the home before I got an office. Okay. So two babies, two kids, and then the start yeah. in a flat. Blimey. So were you packaging <laughs> the product and sending it yourself? Did yeah. You right, yeah, everything. all of that. Everything. <laughs> everything. And um, it's... I can ha handle all the normal stuff, but it's when stuff starts going wrong out of your control and you're just constantly getting thrown new hurdles to overcome and you keep, and then sometimes you go on a run, like two week or three week run and you're like, no way, not another hurdle. And then a bigger one comes, you're like, no, another one. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. like you're being really tested and yeah. like everything's almost imploring you to say, oh no, I can't be bothered with this, too much hard work. Yeah. That doesn't but get any easier, by the way. <laughs> well, touch wood, it has yeah. got easier for me, <laughs> but because um, I'm able to employ some people now yeah, to yeah. take the workload off and free up some space and time. So with the, with the CBD, where are, you, where are you sourcing that from? Europe. Right, and, it's, and what, that's just like a blank label? So just I find uh, suppliers who grow it organically right. in the way I like and the kind of people I like to do business with. Yeah. And then uh, we form a relationship and then... Um, 
And then, yeah, so as long so as it's... So how are you selling it, though? Is it liquid? Well, I've got different products, oh, right, and okay. um, I've got a lot more products coming out next year, but the m two main ones is the CBD coconut oil, which I talked about earlier. Yeah, you have, right? Yeah. yeah. And the CBD droppers, which you uh, drops you put under your tongue. Oh, right. Yeah, it was them that I found really intense, the flavour of that. Pretty full on, right? The 5% one is strong uh, in taste, but the 10% is much smoother. Yeah, right, yeah. And I got... Uh, yeah, chocolate flavoured CBD coconut oil coming out. Nice. March. So that's just got a bit of um, cocoa powder and stuff in it as well. Yeah, it? we're still tweaking the recipe. Um, we're wondering how much to make it like Nutella kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. okay, yeah. <laughs> Probably. So, so you're, <laughs> you're actually making, like, the thing I'm struggling to understand is. Yeah, we're infusing we're, it. Yeah, yeah. Right. So th how, do the, how do they send you the product as a, well, a liquid? Well, I went to this um, company in Europe and I told them the recipe yeah and they're making it now with our recipe and then right. they're sending it to us uh, gotcha. because the rules here are very strange and the rules in each country are slightly different yeah. and they're always changing so you've got to just adapt to the rules yeah so have you been and visited their farms and stuff yeah as well? is it grown yeah. outside or yeah yeah they only use the outdoor stuff grown organically right hemp's such an amazing plant that you don't need to do anything to it and it's going to thrive and really? it's going to grow quickly in three months in any sort of climate uh no so in england you get one natural harvest a year in yeah. the summer if you want the hot temperatures yeah okay um but the three months from seed shoots up can go six foot seven foot from th from three months in three months Shit. and you don't need to water it much it cleans the soil as it grows it cleans the air as it grows so incredible wow yeah, I can see why you've uh, why you've fallen in love with it and started a business from it. I'm well. I'm, I'm just so excited because my goal is not just to sell, be known for the CBD, but the hemp brand in general. Yeah. So, because do you I sell a hemp protein as well? Do the hemp protein powder. I've got some hemp paper, but I want to just each year put out more and more products, yeah. clothing, and then moving on to clothing made from hemp. Yes, because I hear it's a very strong. You can mix it if you want it softer with um, bamboo with cotton. Yeah. But um, it's incredible material. It's yeah. strong. It's uh, naturally antibacterial, <coughs> and again, really good for the environment. So it's superior to cotton in many ways, and it's certainly superior for the environment. Um, and then let's say you could make a bag out of it if you didn't mind uh, the bit of a rougher texture. But if you wanted something soft like a t-shirt, you could do like fifty percent hemp, fifty percent organic cotton. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. So yeah, there's a lot more load more space for growth in the business then well you then you've them. got the um every part of the plant can be used for something so you can you can start providing uh, like hemp hay for animals you can build um, materials building blocks like bricks for your houses and buildings and um fuel for the future so i just want to get more and more into it and um, promote awareness of the hemp plant and yeah. um, provide people with options to switch over to hemp yeah absolutely so back to the, um, that intrigues me, you starting the business from your flat with two young kids. Oh, it was crazy. It has you so long, that was, um, so within that year, I probably moved house twice, oh, got really? married, and uh, yeah, had two kids, started the new business, and there was some other stuff which I've forgotten. Yeah, was it quite an expensive startup, or did you manage to start pretty small? No, I mean, here's the thing, right? everyone's got a different view about money. My view was always, I've got a massive circle of close friends. Yeah. And um, if I ever needed money, I'll just ask one of them. Yeah. People, you know, think, oh, I can't do this. We've got these limits. I'm like, no, 
that's not the limit. I'll just go and ask some friends if I need to. Yeah. So in the end, and because I could do most of the work myself, from the building the website to the branding and marketing to posting it, everything, save a lot of money that way. So set up costs probably five to ten grand, okay. something like that. Yeah. Nice. Did you you was already doing Tai Chi at the time? Yeah. I suppose. And did you feel that? Um, did you feel at the time you really need to concentrate and focus on your meditation and stuff like that? Because I know yeah. what it can be like, the stress of the Well, stress it was weird, that. but what I'd probably say is, I had, before that year, I had very unbusy, probably four or five years, and I could train a lot in that period. Yeah. And that was my main thing. I was could do three or four hours a day, no problem, um, for days in a row. So it felt like, that four or five years was me accumulating some energy and my vision and my drive for the following 10 months ahead. Yeah. And I knew, you know, I, I didn't have time to train and uh, as much as I liked to during that 10 months. And yeah. I, I knew I was digging deep and my health was um, having some sacrifices. But, you know, I think that's part of what life is. You, that's the phases, you know, yeah. You, yeah. you prepare. And then you swings and roundabouts. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And then you're stronger for the next cycle, and then yeah. you push things a bit more the next cycle, yeah. and it's just. So how's is it going well? Yes. Yeah. It's very good. Because it's, I feel like that's only going in one direction. That yeah. market. Yeah. Um, I've positioned myself nicely as a niche brand. You know, getting the organic certification. Yeah. Using the um, pro sports background. Yeah, yeah. And then I think I'm just quite relevant in today's business world, which is especially with products like mine, consumerism and stuff like that is getting onto Instagram and social media yeah, and yeah. reaching out and connecting with influencers and yeah. um, you don't you don't need to pay for marketing yeah. you know Not if you've a got a real product a good yeah. product then people are happy to receive that and, yeah. and they'll want to talk about it because they want to support it not because you're paying them yeah so when you're so say someone makes an order from your website yeah have you got like a like have you got stock of yeah you see you have got an inventory yeah and then you, your staff are packaging it and sending it directly. It's not like a drop shipment company. No, no, we're doing it all yeah. from where I live in my town. Right. Yeah. And can people expect to get that fairly quickly? So we tell people two to three days on average. Right. And normally it's quicker than that, but we don't want to do it the other way around. Yeah, 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 yeah. Overpromise, underdeliver. Yeah. 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 It's not what you want. Um, and what? So like a, a um, courier company will come like daily and take the orders off you. Well, the one of the best things about where I live is everything is within maximum five minute walk but right. much normally much closer than that so I've actually got two offices currently the longest I've got to walk is 30 seconds to get to them and right. the post office is 20 seconds away so everything is where just is this town <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's like the smallest town in England called Watlington <laughs> and uh, my school run is five minutes but that's because I got two kids yeah. and uh, stuff like that so it's really nice just to nip around the place rather than being stuck in one room all day yeah and sorry that's where the office is now yeah yeah yeah, yeah. cool excellent what's your um exercise routine look like now is it all is it all predominantly tai chi or did you no other i um, as well? no i like to this last couple of years i've got i've got into back into football which was my main sport growing up okay cool now i'm playing once a week and i'm loving it and i'm actually you know starting to get excited and like right, how do i move this up a level now right, yeah. <laughs> which is um, so the athlete and you're yeah, out. definitely, and um, tennis and cycling okay, and nice. swimming, but not swimming in the winter, right? Yeah. Not so much. Yeah. So you know, I mix up yoga, tai chi, 
meditation and then those card more cardio cardio based activities. Okay, cool. What sort of yoga is it you do? Uh don't doesn't have a name, just your own thing. Might, no, yeah, sometimes just stretching, sometimes just putting on a YouTube video and doing it. Yeah. So nice. Uh, and yeah, my I'm missus is um pregnant actually at the moment, so she likes boy? yoga when <laughs> hopefully a girl. Oh do you don't know yet? <laughs> we don't know yet, no. Too early. Will you find out? Yeah, we're talking about that still. Um, I think we will, but Did I don't you know. find out about the, the first I two? didn't know about the other two, no. See, I'd be keen to know. I think. <laughs> yeah, I've also got mine in the oven currently, yeah, and we oh, found out we're having a boy in, in March, so it's our first one. So well done. Yeah, I've got all that to come, trying to work out how to keep my nutrition in check and keep working out when we've yeah. got a brand new baby boy. It's inevitable that you're going to uh, come against some new obstacles. Yeah, in the, what um, advice would you give to, not um, just me, but anyone who's just about to have kids, to keeping their mind and body minimum. in check? Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, keep the, the mum in as good health as possible. Yeah. So make sure she's eating and sleeping as much as possible. And then um, just try and, uh, yeah, remove any silly pressure you, we put on ourselves and imagine and uh, just try and be as present as possible and enjoy it as much as possible because it's, it's a short, limited, rare period yeah. in your life. Absolutely, yeah. You're about to go for it for a third time. Yeah. I know, it's crazy. Yeah. They say, apparently, I don't know what you think about this, but the jump from two to three isn't as hard, hard as the jump from yeah, one to that. two kids. So. Yeah, I've heard that. I believe sure. that too. Yeah, right, okay. Yeah. I'm sure it'll be a breeze. <laughs> yeah. Do you do any weight training or anything like that no, anymore? No. Not into that anymore? No, I did that only for two years. Um, aged 24 to 26, I think. Yeah. And um, I don't do any more. I never really wanted to do it. I just felt like I should do it and I was kind of being encouraged to do it and it did make me stronger for sure but there was always something about it which didn't sit right with me and now uh, I believe that I don't need it and uh, I'm better off without it personally yeah. prefer all the other bits yeah no, I th my, my understanding of strength is always changing and power and the body and uh, energy and mechanics so I don't see the value in me doing weights to achieve my goals and I think I can become more powerful and stronger without using the weights than if I was using them. Yeah. What's, the, um, what's your nutrition look like? How, have you got a certain way you eat? A certain uh, I generally like and crave healthy food. Yeah. Uh, I also like and crave sweet food. So okay. I do both of them. And uh, I love food. It plays a big part of my day. And I've always been, I've always had a very fast metabolism. Yeah. And I've been through so many different experiments over m my time with trying out different diets and different foods and different timings and cutting weight that I have reached, felt like I reached a nice point now where I can just kind of, I know, I don't have to think about it or worry about it. I just kind of know what to eat, when to eat and yeah. what my body wants and what it needs and, uh, and uh, eat treats without feeling guilty and stuff like that. So it's just a nice, I think I've reached a nice relationship with it. Yeah. We had a, a vegan on earlier in the week. Do you, I know you're- Yeah, so today I just ate at the cafe around there. It was um, mushrooms and brown bread and that was it. That was my breakfast. And yeah. then uh, some sort of smoothie they had. Seemed like a winter Are smoothie. Are you vegetarian or vegan? No, no, no. but I, um, I crave vegetarian meals regularly. Yeah. So I kind of, again, I've done the year as a vegetarian done a couple of five day stints without food at all so i feel like my body knows what it needs in terms of meat and how frequently and you did yes. complete fast yeah how do you find that 
found it very beneficial and um, not easy, especially the first two or three days. But originally I just tried to do it for one day. Now I thought one day would be enough, or two days, I can't remember, I think it was two days. But then at the end of those two days, I was still battling mentally these uh, questions and impulses and uh, so I wanted to understand it more and go deeper. So then I ended up doing five days and then I felt that was about right for me. But I reckon, uh, I reckon I got more of that ahead of me, but I also think it's very good and important to do anyway, even if it's just one day. Yeah, fasting yeah. of that nature, is, I mean, the, the, it's one of the very few diets, so to speak, in inverted commas, that has actual real significant proof of its value towards your health. Um, obviously, we know that there's value in an array of vegetables, fruits, lean meats, fish, whichever camp you're in, um, but... I'm in the fat loss industry, so we, we, we help people to lose fat. And quite often there are, like I mean, there's so much misinformation in our industry mm. um, that the pendulum swings both ways. So one minute people are saying eat no carbs, the next minute they're saying have a really high fat diet. And the only real um, common link between any fat loss diet that's successful is that it creates a calorie deficit. Mm. Um, so you don't really have to be eliminating whole food groups ever yeah. um, aside from trans fats but that's a different argument altogether but the intermittent fasting has some real significant overall health benefits certainly for longevity yeah. um, that are nothing to do with the fat loss yeah. but I think people fi people use this either do a 5-2 or like a 16-8 variations where you don't eat for quite so long or you restrict your calories but that complete complete fast people are really reluctant to do and afraid to do because yeah. they think that you no one should be not eating for that long yeah yeah well um, they've just completely lost touch of um that they're, they're, they're trying desperately to avoid their putting themselves out of their comfort zone yeah and you know we all use food so much as a way of comforting ourselves yeah and, and routine and, and habit isn't yeah. it it's just that you get bored so you eat but if you think about our dna and our genes and our history how the percentage chunk of our timeline of how much of that we would have gone for long periods of time without, without food, food yeah. and f and really knowing what hunger is but that's one of the main benefits for me is by resetting your understanding of hunger then you've got a much clearer idea of when and how much you should be eating going forward i tried it yeah. I, I got to about 3 p.m <laughs> um, <laughs> but i was, I was it was a really active period of, of, yeah. of work so it was just it wasn't that practical for me at the time um, not that that's an excuse, but I just uh, found it too difficult. But I've heard um, that once you start reintroducing food, that the, the taste yep. is, much, yeah, is much more intense. Certainly sugars and, and like bitterness salt. and salt, yeah. and which I think everyone could do with. Oh, yeah. Certainly is sugar. Yeah. How did you break the fast after with five fruit. days? With fruit. Yeah. yeah. And it tastes amazing, right? Uh, yeah. Because <laughs> you but did one as well, didn't you? I did three days, yeah. Um, I actually wish I'd gone to four or five days because apparently once you've come out of all the cramps and the, the mental struggle and everything else, you get a lot of mental clarity apparently. Mm, yeah. I didn't fully feel that because I only did three days, so I don't feel like, I, th I think that might happen on yeah, day Yeah, I've four, heard like the, the feeling of euphoria. Do you feel Well, euphoric? the mind is constantly clinging to the want of food and right. after eventually it gives up that clinging and then you feel She's that not sense of any. yeah yeah no it's <laughs> like surrender and acceptance you're like oh, okay 
interesting. And then you realise, oh, I'm still fine. I can still function. Yeah, I'm not so dead why yet. am I doing that to myself? Yeah. But you say you say it got easier, and that because of that, I assume. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because you would. That's and then it's, it's, right? yeah. if I had to guess, your body switches to using a kind of different energy source. And like days four and five, I was teaching and training during this period, and I was fine, and I was still um, doing everything I could do before with food. So I'm going to do it. Yeah, do it. Yeah, I'm. I'm Starting. I think I might do another one. January the 1st would be a good time. So would be a great but don't expect... So no one eats uh, anything on my birthday. <laughs> don't ex- don't go in with the attitude that if something pop up on those first two or three days that you have to abandon the fast. You're always going to get um, tested that way. Yeah. Pop up in... How do you mean? As in suddenly like you've got, got to do three hours more teaching that day. Right, You yeah. can't go, oh, you know what I mean? Just do it. Dry yeah, your yeah. eyes, Chris. Yeah, just get on with it. <laughs> did, you, did you feel any lightheadedness in exercise? No. Really? I just I was consciously meditating more during that period and okay. it felt like any time I wasn't feeling good I'll just go and meditate for a bit and then I was alright again yeah. and I had almost like renewed energy yeah it is a real sort of easy not easy because it's hard to do but a good way of just throwing yourself out a comfort zone like you do yeah. like you say doing something difficult and actually just going hungry for a while and it does change your relationship I think with food and with hunger yeah, like we take our <coughs> cars to a MOT every year, right? But we've got our bodies for 100 years. Yeah. So just take it, treat it every now and again to a little... A little fast. A little yeah, detox. Cleanse. Yeah. No, not a, co- not a colon cleanse. No? Not for me, friend. <laughs> well, it's similar though, right, isn't it? Because after five days, I don't know that yeah, you're yeah, completely yeah. clean. Yeah, no, colon, in that way, well, but the, doing it the other way around, I think, is... Um, uh, uh, pseudoscience what are you talking about Co- the colonics. colonics yeah you're not into it no no, no. why not isn't it I the don't same, think there's the I've, from what I've read into it there's Other no real good science to suggest that you should be flushing out your system like that like really? your gut microbiome is is responsible for so many aspects of your wellness yeah that sh- firing a jet of water up your ass to get rid of elements of it just doesn't make sense right um, but each their own, right? Some people say they feel great after it, but yeah, I suppose that's a bit of a light, light kind of empty feeling that will probably give you. Yeah. Who knows? I don't know. I won't be trying it. Have you tried that? Yeah, I had it once, and uh, because I heard in your guts you carry a lot of waste. Yeah. Right, and I heard f- when you're trying to make weight for weighing. Yeah. That's an extra like 1.5 yeah, kilos yeah, of course, yeah. uh, that right. you're carrying into a fight, which isn't functional in any way. So I thought it'd be uh, beneficial to make myself lighter and uh, reduce waste. Well, yeah, I felt. But then again, I was doing so many other stuff the week yeah, of the way in. It's hard we to We were gauge. saying this earlier. There's so many variables when you're trying things like this mm. that yeah. it's difficult to pin, pin it on that. Really? There's a good, I mean, we mentioned Joe Rogan's podcast earlier. Uh, uh, Dr. Raymond Vale was on there, um, who's a homeopathic doctor. It's well, that's well worth a listen and he was talking about that and gut microbiome and that's then you afterwards um, I took a drink which apparently replaces all that right. stuff in your gut in a yeah. way like a, pre- a probiotic or yeah something like something that. along those lines mm. yeah. yeah kombucha is supposed to be a good one as well. yeah. I've been drinking that kombucha I don't recently, really know yeah. what, it, what is it I don't, really I don't know, know but it's expensive so I feel like it works <laughs> <laughs> must be right yeah <laughs> no, I, uh, I made fermented vegetables ah, okay, uh, is yeah. that the same thing I think it's well it's definitely the same in terms of the benefit the uh-huh. the so the, the way that that works is you know you just chop up some veg loads of good sea salt 
and then leave it in a jar for a few days and burp it every now and again and then it stops breaking it down yeah. and then the enzymes that sounds awful been... it? Like, I like the taste well, it's, it's, in fact really? yeah it's, um, he it's had sauerkraut kimchi just keep these foods away from me seaweed I don't want seaweed yeah but look, yeah kimchi's alright it's just pickled cabbage basically yeah not for you not for me yeah, doesn't sound that appealing when you say pickled cabbage to be fermented fair. veg doesn't yeah. sound like the one. For me. <laughs> <laughs> and when you say you burp it, I can. <laughs> no, this is good it to have, horrible. especially with meat and fish. I imagine it's really, really good for you. Yeah. Yeah. What's the time? Have you got quarter past twelve. What time do you want to say, mate? Uh, half half twelve is fine. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, on the cutting weight thing as well. That's so you're you used to fight well to weight. Yep. You look big for a well to weight. All of it was welterweight. I was I'm tall, but what, I never six three? six three. But I never weighed more than eighty four kilos, so I wasn't particularly uh, heavy. What's, for the, world what's the welterweight? Seventy seven. Um, Seventy seven. So you had to cut seven eight kilos, six seven kilos. Yeah, normally uh, six or seven. And what's that uh, in pounds? It's like fourteen. Yeah. Fourteen pounds. So yeah. So in the run up to a fight, at what stage do you, will you start cutting? so again I've got very fast metabolism so one I of those fuckers are you I can drop it very yeah. quickly <laughs> yeah. I can think weight off yeah and um, so I used to do it all in the last five days basically and um, maybe right. three wow. kilos was that's quick though, yeah right? yeah like, if I don't eat in a day and I think about losing weight I could lose uh, easily a kilogram I think but anyway um, so three days was like reducing weight through diet and then the last two kilograms was normally sweating it out yeah sauna uh, hot baths Right. How would you feel after that? Rubbish. <laughs> perfect. Perfect for the fight. That, that must freak you out feeling rubbish. Twenty-four. But that's hours why for my last fight, I went. Uh, I only cut like. It was very easy. I probably dropped from eighty-two to seventy-seven. Yeah. So no, maybe less than that. One eighty to seventy-seven. So it was very easy, and I felt fantastic going into that one. I just yeah. switched everything up. I was like having fruit a lot of fruit basically that was my diet for the weight uh the week of the fight fruit and veg really? so i was still losing weight i was still getting all the energy from the fruit and the vitamins and everything you still felt energized the whole i suppose you're not true what you're doing just a few light workouts in fight week yeah that that one was fine that one was fine yeah. i knew what i was doing well before you had a lot of trial and error a lot of unknown a lot of doing what everyone else is doing a lot of doing what you're being told to do and then you know I had some years out experimenting on myself and knew what my body was and what it needed. Yeah. Do you miss it at all? When you, do you ever watch UFC um, still? Yeah, I watched the, question, the big really. fights. Um, don't miss competing, no. Don't miss training camps, no. Um, so, yeah. Big commitment, isn't it? Massive commitment, massive. I always think that when I see people. Well, I, I've done, both Rick and I have trained both BJJ and um, Muay Thai to a degree. Um, and I just think it's a lot of work. You have to it's be a lot all of hard in, work, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And with especially a if you're like, if you're if you've got family and you're getting in a ring with other people who have trained very hard as well, it's just I think that's yeah, the commitment, extreme intense, level of right? commitment and discipline. Mm. Yeah, and you've got to be driven to do that. And if you're not driven, you shouldn't be doing it. If you if something hard happens in your life, do you think? Um, do you do you make comparisons? Like by that I mean um, like if something's di difficult going on in my life, and I think well I, this is nothing compared to well yeah yeah I'd I'd say um, smashing people up in a things ring things don't really seem difficult after you've been through that yeah 
uh, especially not when it comes to putting. So that's priceless, right? Like you yeah, can't yeah, it is. Um, once you've put in a certain amount of energy into a project or applied your focus for a certain period of time in a certain intensity, I think you can then it gives you the confidence to know you can do whatever you want really um, in terms of achieving or creating. So yeah. that's that's a massive yeah that level that like deep work that you need to achieve in any aspect of like business or yeah or and you're learning that sport. it's not all just smooth runnings yeah. and things don't just go your way all you've got to really do is persevere or comes back to that saying just train every day kind of thing yeah just interesting you say that earlier one because step in front of the other i think a lot of people assume that they can't achieve something in we see this in business a lot mm. but even in even in like learning a piano or, or um learning a language it's not that it requires some like innate skill to mm. be able to do it's just a lot of effort it's yeah just hard work right? yeah yeah and consistency consistency is is the key so with a business i think anyone can learn to run and and st to start and run a business oh, you but it doesn't mean that anyone is capable of doing it you see people every hard. day that you know how talented they are yeah but they just don't stick with a certain project they have in mind and they, they won't achieve it that way yeah. but you knew you know in your heart if they just start with it they would smash it seems like an awful waste isn't it someone yeah. who's yeah. with talent because i think you know it's not even a requirement mm. so if you are talented that's you're already halfway there yeah yeah but also the just got to allow it to come through yeah, yeah. they're blocking it but the start in the business i mean i've i've started and, and had to lay a close one um so the stress of that did hit me like a ton of bricks and it made me realize actually in the first few the few years there is no freedom whatsoever and i'd imagine i don't know it's interesting traveling up on the train with you today although you're not at work today you're constantly on the phone you're going to work christmas eve you'll probably be back working what 28th yeah take yeah, two yeah. days off mm. your business will probably come across your mind within them two days it's I won't oh leave man. My mind. there's, yeah, there's no balance really is yeah. there let's be honest no, no, that's why you have yeah. to be doing something you love yeah. yeah yeah motivated from a higher place but when i in my first year i had um, the only way i got through those last few months was because i had a 10 week uh, break in portugal to look forward to right and i was like right that's the you know if 10 I weeks have, i had 10 week break i was going to go and get married there in portugal and yeah, i was like it. right you know, <laughs> that got me through those last few months because blimey you yeah. just pushed your limits aren't you yeah yeah yeah, you got to live with that though. I think like that's just it's there is no work-life balance when you're running a business. Yeah, yeah. it's just understanding you're in that phase. Yeah, just get on with it. Yeah, try and enjoy it. Try and embrace it. Yeah, and then enjoying it won't the last process forever. is is a, is a real difficult thing to get used to. But once you do, I think that is. Yeah, I like, like the term getting comfortable with being uncomfortable because mm. oh, you it, like that too, Rick? yeah, I do like that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> because it is you just get used to it. It's not going to change. You're always going to be fighting fires, right? And that's what you see in pro fighters compared to amateur semi-pro fighters. They've done they've done it so many times now. They've got the experience that they are comfortable in that situation, and then they can relax more. Their cardio can go more. They can uh, be more creative and show what they can yeah, do. Yeah, they spend the less energy doing the same yeah. output and the same skill, right? Yeah. Because that that's one thing what I found from doing any kind of training is that when you first start, you gas quick. Yeah. Right? you're yeah. trying so, so hard yeah he's trying to hit a pad or hit someone so hard that you've got about three big haymakers in you <laughs> <laughs> just call it a day there mate yeah. you've yeah. won, you've won. <laughs> did you find a difference in going from like your first big fight when you come out of the ultimate fight house fighting in vegas you know it's televised 
Did that hit you at all? You know, I've always been quite good at just tricking myself in really? uh, as a way of compartmentalizing yeah. and uh, exactly. blocking out yeah. some things if I don't if I think they're a distraction or a hindrance. So I just tried to uh, visualize it and imagine it and taught myself that if I could if I could perform and see it and feel it like I do in the gym, I know I'm going to be all right. Yeah. Cuz I never got seriously hurt on in the gym. So I was like, okay, worst case scenario, they're better than me and I lose a decision. Yeah. yeah. So that took away a lot of the fear and the worry and then you can The only loss you have are decisions, aren't they? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, it's you've, you've come out a day. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be me, I'd win one fight. <laughs> I'm beaten, so I'll retire there. Yeah. <laughs> Nick, uh, it's uh, um, really interesting, actually. Really interesting. You're an interesting Thank guy. You. Thank you for sparing us some time. Oh, pleasure. Pleasure. Yeah, nice thanks to meet you both. I'm going to keep, keep using TBD as well, and I'd advise... Definitely, I think for pain management, anyone out there? Yeah. Because yeah, keep. Yeah, anyone also taking um, prescription painkillers, or have been on painkillers for years, or taking them but don't want to be on, on them, or they know that they've got side effects. Look into CBD as a natural alternative. Yeah, absolutely. Nick, nice one. Thanks a lot, mate. Pleasure. Enjoy your Christmas drinks. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Anything I wouldn't do. <laughs> so there you go. That was Nick. Thanks again to Nick for coming on. If you want to learn more about Nick, um, perhaps check out his website, which is raisespirit.com. Um, and there you can also buy all, all his different CBD products. If you've got any pain, give it a try. Even if you haven't got pain, give it a try. See what you think um, as Nick went into the benefits there. But do your own research into CBD also. I, I, I buy into it personally. I do believe in the power of plants. Just to go a bit hippie on you for a second. And um, if there's any natural pain remedies out there, then, then I'm in because I've got chronic back pain and I don't want to be on painkillers for any length of time. So if I can find a natural remedy, then, then I'm all in. And I've had some success with it. Uh, don't get me wrong, it's not an overnight cure, but it definitely helps. But yeah, do your own research. Uh, and that's Nick Oshipshak. Oshipshak is O-S-I-P-C-Z-A-K um, for those of you that want to look him up. Other than that, you can follow Ray Spirit on Instagram as well, and they're on Facebook. Uh, other than that, please follow us on Facebook. I'm on Instagram as Ricky Spears. Facebook's The Curious Cats Podcast website, curiouscatspodcast.com. Please subscribe because it will help us to get more uh, get more traction on the podcast, keep, keep going with this damn thing, get even better guests on. Uh, even better, how dare you? Love you all. Bye. <laughs>